Oh my gosh, hello. Welcome hello. back. Oh, it's so good to see you again. I'm so happy. It's, so good. it's been like a whole like two days <laughs> since I've seen you. I get such bad withdrawals. I do too. <laughs> How am I supposed to go through my day at work without you at this point? It's honestly miserable going to work when you're like work besties in there. <laughs> like why am I even here? Who am I even supposed to talk to? Because at this point, I don't want to even talk to anyone at work. No. No. <laughs> so what's, what's new? I haven't seen you in two days, so I feel like there's got to be something new. You're wearing like a new color of makeup today, and I'm just like, it's really cute. Brings out the green in your eyes, but I feel like there's other things going on. Well, you know, I always have to do my eyeliner. Mm -hmm. Like, I always have my eyeliner on. Um, but I had to do paint today because Rihanna is playing. And <laughs> Rihanna, the Rihanna concert is on today. The Riri concert. Oh, my gosh. Um, There's a football game, too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, but nobody cares about that. No one cares about it. It's all about Riri, honestly, today. Um, And... I, oh, I did something different with my brows today. I tried out that brow gel that you got from me, from me for my birthday. Oh, yeah. I love how it feels. I feel like they look more, not like, obviously I need to draw them in because today I decided not to draw them in because funny story about my bathroom. I had to have a, someone come look at my sink today, but I think they look okay. Yeah. I think they look like really cleaned up. Okay. Like really okay. like, just like. Clean girl aesthetic. Clean girl aesthetic. I hate that aesthetic, but you know what? <laughs> like, again, that's, you know, taking from other cultures and gentrifying it. But we're not going to do that right now. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. Okay, so yesterday I was getting ready for work. <clears throat> I was, like, washing my, like, makeup brushes, all this stuff. And I, like, go below my sink to grab something, and everything under my sink is wet. No. Yeah. Everything's wet. Like, $500 worth of backup skincare stuff is just, like, ruined. I had, like, a bunch of, like, MAC bags and, like, Sephora bags under there. Ruined. Like, done for. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I, like, immediately texted my landlords, and I was just like, hey, so this is what's going on. And I sent a video, and, like, there's this weird – the plumber says they, they've never seen this before, but essentially there's the sink, and then there's this weird drain thing that's connected to the sink. Like, it doesn't – you know how there's, like, the drain, like, hole, and then it just drops down and then loops down to, like, wherever pipes go. Sure. <laughs> This, there, it's a drain, and it goes against the side of the sink, and it, that's what was leaking. So oh. it literally looks not like my sink is leaking, but my sink isn't leaking. It's the pipe that it's attached to the sink that, <laughs> like, what is that? So that's, I gotta replenish my makeup. Oh my god, that's awful. I cried a lot yesterday, and I was almost oh. late for work. I was, I literally clocked in a minute before I was supposed to clock in. And you know me, I'm always 20 minutes early. So, like, I was late yesterday. Damn. Wow. That's, like, me every day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> but how are you? What, what, what happened with you this week? 
Um, nothing much. Pretty regular week for me, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, none of my makeup got ruined. I'm so sorry <laughs> that happened. That's it's awful. okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, should we do an ick of the week? I mean, my ick of the week is all this stuff that came out of my drain. So, (laughs) what's your ick of the week? Okay, well, okay. I think my ick of the week, since we're like talking about makeup already, Mm -hmm. like my makeup related ick of the week, I would have to say is just like the foundation line. Like, people don't match their foundation. (gasps) Oh, yeah, that's very. Like, a lot of times it's like with the orangey tones. Like, yep. people will literally be, like, orange and then white or something. And it's just, like, do you not look at yourself in the mirror before you leave Like, you don't, like, you don't have multiple mirrors that kind of, like, open up and, like... Yeah, like, I feel like you have to check, like, in different mirrors and different lighting to make sure, like, that your makeup's good before you leave. Question. Do you sit and do your makeup? Do you stand and do your makeup? Like, what What do you do for your makeup? So, I'm, like, a makeup-in-the-bed girl. I'm sorry, what? So, there's, like, you know, the vanity girls, the girls that do their makeup in the vanities, the yeah. girls that do their makeup in the bathroom, and, like, girls that do their makeup in, like, in the bed or on the floor. Like, there's, like, different types of makeup girls. Like, I well, like, yeah, 100%. I, like, do my makeup in my bed. Like, I have, like, a handheld mirror. And I just do it in my bed because, like, I can face the window. And I feel like I get the best lighting when I face the window and just have my mirror. Because I don't like the lighting in my bathroom. And if I did the makeup in the bathroom, it would just look kind of crazy. I can't do makeup holding a mirror in front of me. I, like, have to have the mirror just, like, there. I can't. I don't know how you do it. But in bed? Yeah. Like, I just sit in my bed because I don't have a desk. Where do you keep your makeup, then? Just, like, in my nightstand. I have a bag. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> You're judging me? I'm not judging you. I've just never heard makeup in the bed kind of girl. I think there's a lot of girls that do their makeup in the bed. Comment down below. Please. We don't even have a comment section. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know there's girls that like do it on the floor. Yeah. Like in front of their like mirror or something like mm-hmm. that. Like a, like a floor mirror. I used to be a floor girly and now I'm a, I'll like, <clears throat> I have the mirrors in my bathroom and I really like the lighting. It's like a heat lamp essentially. It's really hot, but like I like the lighting, but I'll like walk around and do my makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm, why? Because like, I don't want to just stand there while I'm just like putting it, like massaging in the uh, moisturizer and because I do two rounds of moisturizer and then I do <clears throat> my primer. So I don't want to just stand there and do it. And also I want it to like kind of dry off. So I'll like wash my hands and then I'll go do something around the house while it like oxidizes on my face. That makes sense. You know, I'm just very much like a walk around type of girl. And I love, oh my gosh, there's nothing more exciting than staying at a hotel with one of your girlfriends and like getting ready. I just love it. You know, I actually never experienced that. <gasps> you're re- you're serious? I'm serious. Oh my gosh, there's nothing more exciting. Because you're like, you don't even have to be getting out to like go crazy and go clubbing or anything like that. You're literally just going out and getting ready for the day. Maybe one day we can. Maybe one day. 
Am I hearing we should maybe go on vacation? Oh my God, am I right, ladies? Podcast goes on vacation. <laughs> so if you know me in real life, you know that like I always wear my eyeliner. A hundred percent. I always have a wing. Um, and so like we were just wondering, you know, where those types of things started. Mm-hmm. Where these makeup trends started. Like who decided to put like a black uh, line line on your eye and said mm-hmm. like that's cute. so really like it all started in ancient egypt Mm -hmm. and so they called it kohl which is like spelled k-o-h-l and it was worn by both men and women so it outlined their eyes um and complimented them but some of the other reasons why they used it was to like honor their deities um in ancient egypt and they said that it helped reduce the sun's glare um and even also, they said it helped to maintain hygiene. Um, but both poor and wealthy um, Egyptians wore coal. Um, a lot of the lower class had to substitute uh, lead and other minerals for fire soot. So the quality um, could be used as a measure of class in ancient Ooh, Egypt. okay. Yeah, so um, was there anything from ancient Egypt that you wanted to mention? As yeah, well? so ancient Egypt was around you know, during this time frame, was around 6,000 B.C. So, like, we're theoretically, like, what, 2,023 years away from Christ's birth, plus another 6,000. That's close to 8,000 years ago. That's kind of insane. Yeah. So, like, 8,000 years worth of history. <clears throat> um, I found that, so the Egyptians actually exfoliated their skin and even waxed using sugar and honey so you know how mm. sugaring has really come back into yeah. the um scene um they, they were the ogs doing it okay. so the blueprint the blueprint <laughs> <laughs> am i right lady <laughs> <laughs> um and they created makeup because like you said they believed that makeup was next to godliness and it appealed to the gods like you said both men and women used it against a uh, crop both men and women used it, and it was across all social classes, um, and it so it was also used to represent wealth. I didn't see that the, that the different classes used different types of coal, but that K O H L. But that makes a lot of sense. Um, but when makeup started to become more available to people, um, it was the containers that symbolized someone's wealth or status. So you know when we go. Mm-hmm. to Sephora and we're looking at all this packaging and we're like oh I'm such a hoe for some good packaging yeah that's inherently just like give me the glass container glib glib give me the glass container I just love good packaging yeah I saw that um when I was reading about it they also were able to detect like the quality of the eyeliner that I was mentioning mm-hmm. they were able to detect the quality of it by like its shine and where so like if it lasted and it was shiny like that what meant you were it was higher quality therefore you're of higher status interesting so we really had people walking around doing the test on the top of their <laughs> hand swatches watching <laughs> kylie jenner who <laughs> she doesn't even know she was not like the ancient egyptians um and so those containers symbolized wealth and status um so the peasants would use clay pots and sticks could you imagine using a stick to 
to apply your makeup. God. Like, rough. I love my MAC brushes so much and my hourglass <laughs> brushes. Like, I could never. Um, but the rich use delicately, 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 wow, delicately made boxes and bejeweled applicators made of ivory. Oh, wow. That's kind of insane. That's crazy. Could you imagine how expensive that would be? Priceless. Pr- literally priceless. Um, but it also became really ritualistic for them. I don't know if you <clears throat> read that uh, or found that in your research or not. Um, but, for example, containers would have symbols on them associated with different things. For example, palettes were shaped like tilapia fish. And tilapia fish were associated with fertility. So when people were, like, putting on their makeup, they would use the makeup that they were trying to essentially embody. So, like, you know how they were – they made makeup out of, like, animal stuff or, yeah. like, plants? And those plants and animals had powers. You were supposed to – able you were able to, like, attain those powers by wearing that makeup. Oh, wow. Same being said with, like, what the makeup was contained in. So, like... That's interesting. Imagine finding your girlfriend or whatever on the banks of the Nile River, putting <laughs> on makeup out of a tilapia palette, being like, oh, man, she wants kids now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you said the Nile River, all I can think of is, the Nile is a river in Denial Egypt. Denial is a river in Egypt. Denial is a river in Egypt. <laughs> But it is. <laughs> um. Okay, so the um the coal on the eyeliner, from what I read, was used to, as you said, deflect harsh desert sun and ward off evil, the evil eye, and like, uh, dangerous spirits, and um, red lipstick was made out of mixing fat and red ochre. Could you uh, could you imagine, like, making bacon fat or whatever and using that fat mixed with red ochre for your lipstick? It might taste kind of good, though. I'm sorry, what? Like, bacon? Like, you get a little ba- bacon-y flavor? <laughs> That's so gross, though. <laughs> I wouldn't want that taste. I guess... I'm not a bacon girly. I'm not really either. But, like, you know, now we have, like, sweet flavors. Like, they had savory-flavored savory lipstick now. Back then, I guess. Sweet I and savory. <laughs> um, and then they used henna to stain their fingertips and toes for, like, beauty stuff. So I guess that was kind of, like, their version of nail polish. Yeah. I mean, you still see that today, though. Yeah, that's very true. I know that's – it's so beautiful. Like, um, one of our coworkers came in because she had just gone to a traditional wedding, and she had so much henna on her hands. And I it looked saw that. beautiful. So pretty. And that's Ugh. a lot of time. Mad respect. Yeah. Honestly. Okay, so then around 4000 BC, ancient Greece and Rome wanted to achieve a more natural look. So they weren't into, like, kind of, like, the gaudiness that the Egyptians were into, which is just, like, that's kind of boring. Yeah, that's really boring. That's really boring. Um, But they, what they did was they really liked color on the cheeks, and they made these colors with lead-based dyes and mercury. Mmm, mercury. Mm. Poison. (laughs) 
<laughs> Poison. Um, which is now considered toxic. Um, <clears throat> for the less natural look, they used olive oil and charcoal to make their eyebrows bolder and darken around the eyes. So if you were living in ancient Greece and Rome, you'd be using charcoal for your eyebrows. You guys, Victoria's eyebrows are always on point. Always. Actually, my eyebrows are shaved. Well, half of them are shaved. But, like, I just draw them on. No, but they're literally perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. So they used powder foundations. Uh, or, yeah, they used powder foundation and used honey and olive oil for their skincare products. I kind of like that. I love that. I've heard really good things about using olive oil. Me too. Don't use coconut oil. Use olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. I have a really good honey face mask that I use, but it gets, like, really warm, and it's supposed to, like, brighten your face. It's not much of a moisturizer, but it's supposed to brighten your face, and it's kind of insane. Yeah, I mean, we still see, like, those things in skincare today. I yeah. Like, so... That's pretty cool how it's, yeah. like, lasted throughout all these years. In history. Mm -hmm. Like, it's literally timeless. So while there's so many trends going around, like, what you should look like, there's no trends when it comes to what's good for your skin, honestly. And then around 1500, <clears throat> Christian writers begin to create an association between makeup and deception. So women began to work more on skincare and give the appearance of naturally flawless looking skin using home recipes. So leave it to, you know, the conservative people of religions to try and demonize mm -hmm. looking pretty because it's the pretty women that are evil, not the men. Of course. <laughs> Um, but around the 1550s, during the Elizabethan era, Queen Elizabeth I began plucking her eyebrows to give the illusion of having a bigger forehead. But, like, why would you want the illusion of having a bigger forehead? I'm sorry, like, that's just not... Yeah. That's not... I mean, but, yeah, people shave their eyebrows nowadays, too. But I don't think the purpose of it is to create a bigger forehead. I think it's just because it's, like, trendy. I don't know. I think it's trendy, but also there's something to be said about shaving your eyebrows, and it makes your eyes look more intense. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say it magnifies them, but it makes them more intense. Yeah. And I think one of our coworkers just bleached their eyebrows, and oh, it yeah. looked so amazing. And I'm kind of considering bleaching my eyebrows. I'm considering just shaving mine off. Fully. <laughs> Sick. Um, Sick. I feel like it takes, like, a certain person to do that. And, like, mm -hmm. you, like and not a lot of people can pull it off, but they definitely can. They definitely can. Um, so, they, so, in the 1550s, they, like, started whitening their face with what you call ceruse, C-E-R-U-S-E. Which I, like, literally had to Google how to pronounce because I was, like, Cerus or so. Anyway, it's Cerus, and that's made with vinegar and white lead. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then they colored their cheeks and lips with egg whites, ochres, and even mercury. Oh, my God. No wonder these people had, like, a 30-year lifespan. Oh, it gets worse. Hold on. <laughs> 
So the beauty trends cause dangers to women's health and they would end up with muscle paralysis or die. That made the, so this wasn't the whole reason, but it was, this was a huge factor into bringing the life expectancy down to 29 years. Dang, I just guessed. You literally just guessed. I literally guessed, but oh my God, that's actually crazy. You know your science. So then in Queen Victoria, who I'm really not a fan of. So Queen Victoria, who I'm sorry, she's kind of an ugly old lady. Yeah. Yeah, point blank period. She was alive from 1819 to 1901 and made a public declaration that makeup was improper and vulgar due to its connection with prostitutes. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> so at the beginning of the 1920s, uh, those negative Victorian attitudes about makeup, um, because it was associated with sex workers, um, they were really prevalent in the 1920s. Mm. So... A lot of, like, young flappers would get home and, like, their parents would want to scrub their makeup off their faces. Oh, no. Could you imagine scrubbing that makeup off? That's so bad for your skin. Yeah. Um, but, like, shortly after, like, influenced by, like, film stars like Clara Bow, um, attitudes toward makeup kind of changed dra- drastically. So, mm-hmm. like, the smoky eye became mm. the standard of 1920s makeup uh, for women. And, like, as you get into, like, the late 1930s, um, if you didn't have makeup on, like, you weren't considered to be a woman. Like, you weren't considering, your, like, you, you wouldn't, like, you weren't properly a woman. Like, mm-hmm. it was a sign, like, you weren't taking care of yourself, which is totally not true. Um, like, you can do whatever you want with your body. Literally. But... Yeah, so basically, like, if you weren't wearing makeup, you weren't a proper woman, your husband would leave you, you don't have respect for yourself. Like, these are, like, the, they're, like, so, like, mm. stereotypes. These are their stereotypes. Oh, my God. But yeah, so after World War One, there was really, like, a revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, women began to vote. That's when they started, like, wearing pants, shedding their skirts, drinking and smoking in public, which wasn't, like, ladylike. Mm-mm. But, um, but yeah, there's, like, a whole lot of freedom, freedoms, and that's when people, like, really embraced cosmetics. Um, so, something that I really want to talk about is, like, the chola makeup that we all hear about. Ooh, yes. So, basically, like, when we're talking about revolutions, um, pachucas, Mm -hmm. which is, like, the female form of pachucas form of pachucos but they basically embody the rebellion against domesticity and challenge the idea of appropriate female behavior Mm. so um they're basically like female feminists Mm -hmm. um basically basically being a pachuca back in the day was a form of like folk feminism that didn't come from an academic consciousness but from a critique of patriarchal patriarchal from a critique of patriarchal culture mm. embedded within the Chicano community. Mm. So we're talking, like, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Is that during the time frame that they had those very oversized suits and everything? Yeah, like the zoot suits. Yeah! Like, they heard about the zoot, the zoot suit suits. riots and yeah. stuff like that. So, um... That's a huge part of history in L.A. Yeah, so... Yeah, the Mexican-American teenagers wore zoot suits, mm-hmm. high-waisted pegged pants, long suit coats, and 
that's what like the men mostly wore mm-hmm. but the pachucas the females they mm-hmm. also had like their own non-conformist style of dress so they were known for like teasing their hair into like, beehives wearing heavy makeup tight sweaters and slacks or knee-length skirts that were a modesty short for the time mm. so they really like rejected assimilation into the white hyper patriotic spirit of world war ii Okay. And they rejected mainstream beauty ideas. So um, that's, like, where we see, like, the really, like, you know, the extreme kind of, like, eyebrows and makeup mm. and eyeshadow. Those types of styles um, were really just, like, a rebellion and kind of mm-hmm. carried on to the culture that we see today. Um, remember in the 90s, I saw all these really pretty women have, you know, brown, like, um lip liner at the Mm. time i didn't know what that was brown lip liner and then like a really pretty like either purple or brown lipstick Mm -hmm. and i just thought that was like the epitome of beauty like back when i was really little and then now it's coming back and that like the clean girl aesthetic is very much like from the black and brown community Mm -hmm. um as well as um same with that brown or purplish, you know, yeah. lipstick. And then seeing Hailey Bieber be the ultimate basic <laughs> white bitch. What does she call it? Donut glaze lips? Or something Oh, like I that? don't know. I do like her donut glaze nail trend. I really like that. <laughs> um, but it's just, I don't know about the whole lips. Like, that's just kind of messed up. Because yeah. this is not the first time for, like, there to be brown lip liner. It's or- definitely not. But I think it's for someone to, like, say, like, oh, they invented this. Yeah. It's just taken away of, like, from people that really started these trends. And for a good reason. Yeah. Like, these styles were created in rebellion for, like, for they were being oppressed and they created yeah. to rebel. So, like, like, because they didn't want to conform into, you know. Into what, you know, the white society wanted them to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this yeah. whole, this whole style was really created just to, to rebel against, like, the hyper, girly, bobby sock, mm-hmm. poodle skirt kind of mm. trend that you saw at the time, like, in the 1950s. Yeah. Um, and so they just really weren't trying to conform, mm-hmm. trying to keep their identity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Good for them. Um, yeah, and also, like, in the 1950s, um, the other styles that we see, like, because that was really a time of binary gender roles, mm-hmm. uh, we also see, like, the Marilyn Monroe kind of style, like, mm-hmm. flirtatious cat eye, dark mm-hmm. brows, sultry red lipstick, um, just like we see Marilyn Monroe really, like, carried that trend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I think a lot of people have different styles of makeup, and that's just how they present themselves but yeah it's just like kind of funny to think like where it all kind of started yeah so. thank you everyone for joining us on this we i think i learned a lot from you um i learned a lot from you too oh thank you so some of the trends that mm-hmm. i really want that i like have seen on tiktok mm-hmm. or whatever i really want the mario makeup by mario foundation Ooh, yes i've heard such good things about it yeah i have too so stay tuned whenever i can find my shade in stock um <laughs> i will let you know perfect um i'm very much like i'm obsessed with my skincare routine like i'm always doing like my morning routine and my nighttime routine 
So something I'm obsessed with that I literally have been using since 2017. I cannot live without it. It actually got confiscated at the airport one time in Paris. And my mom, I had a 24-hour um like travel day. My mom picked me up from the airport and she was like, are you ready to go home? And I was like, no, I got to stop by Nordstrom and pick up my Paula's Choice BH. I, this is not sponsored. I'm just obsessed with it. Um, but it would be nice if they sponsored us. It would be nice. Paula's Choice, we love you so much. Um, my skin is literally perfection because of it. Um, but it's the BHA like exfoliating, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it's literally the best thing on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. I can't live without it. I so I'm all about skincare and keeping, you know. The foundation looking good. You got without if you don't have a good foundation, what what is the point of wearing makeup? You have to be beautiful from the inside. <laughs> I am not beautiful on the inside. You know? Oh my god, what are you talking about? You are so beautiful inside. You can literally hear her roll her eyes. But anyway, you all have a great rest of your day. But go check out our Instagram. Yeah, go check out our Instagram. Share it with a friend. <laughs> And my right ladies.ig. Anyway, bye bye.